We are in Dafdal and Amad Aleph. We're starting from Daf Gimel Amad Beis, the second to last line from the bottom, the second word on the page. Let's say the sukkah with the schach was more than 20 amas high. So now the person wants to make the height of the sukkah smaller, make the note between the floor and the schach, so that it will be less than 20 hours. But carbon kasasas, what he wants to do is he puts down, let's say, cushions or blankets, uh, uh, and he wants to put it on the floor. That's not going to be called a lessening. Why is that? Because those things are not nullified to the floor of the sukkah, so it's as if they're not there. And therefore, the schach is still above 20 amas. Even though, even though the person actually said that they're batal, that he's nullifying them there, okay? He's saying he's going to stay, keep them there all the days of sukkahs. It doesn't matter why. Because his, his opinion or his mindset is nullified amongst all people. People don't nullify these things uh, to the floor of the sukkah. And therefore, since it's not normal, we don't consider them to be nullified. Tevan, now, these are famous, these are famous cases. Tevan, when it comes to straw, ubitlo, and the person said he put straw there to, 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 le- to lessen the height of the sukkah on the floor, and he said explicitly that he's going to leave it there, he's going he's to leave it there for the rest of the days of Yantav, habibiyut. That's considered a lessening. Why? Because it's, it's an acceptable nullification. But kolshikin, all the more so, offer ubitlo, and certainly if he, put, if he put dirt there, and he said explicitly he's going to leave it there. Uh, that's for sure going to be good because it's more likely to nullify dirt than it is to nullify straw. Straw you can feed the animals, etc. Dirt's not good for that. So therefore, in both those cases, the nullification is good, and the sukkah is considered less than 20 hours. Now we have a famous case. Tevin, you have straw. Let's say you put straw, and he doesn't explicitly nullify it. But we, but, but we know that what he's, but he has no need for it the rest of the days of Chag. Okay, the uh, offer uh, stop and dirt. Okay, where where and we don't even know whether he has need for it or not, and he didn't nullify it explicitly. That's a machlokas. That's an argument between Rabbi Yossi and between the rabbis. The Tanan, because we learn by Shemalo Tavanot Soros. Now, just to be explained, there's a law by Atumas May. So you know that you know that when a person. Uh, himself overhangs a corpse or because eyes of the corpse he becomes tummy because or if there's a house and the corpse is tummy so the house becomes tummy what happens if what happens if a person is overshadowing a house that overshadows a corpse so it depends if the if there's a space of a tefak between the corpse and the roof then the, then the tumor of the corpse does not extend above the roof of the house but if the whole house is solidly packed from the corpse to the roof then the, then the, then the then the then the uncleanliness uh, goes up through the roof and it will and it will make somebody tame who's above the house. Okay, we learned we're going to see. So this idea of the idea of what of of uh, of straw, where we know that he doesn't need to take it out uh, for the ne- for the rest of the day for the rest of the days, or even dirt where he does where where we don't even know. That's an argument. What the law is between we, we, we us and the rabbanon, just like we learned by the corpse. We're going to see the same argument applied by sukkah. It's not because we learned. Let's say you have a house and you filled it up with straw or with stones, okay? So now, so there's no space of a tefach between the corpse and between the roof. Ubitlo, and the person nullified, explicitly nullified it and said that he's, that he, that he's the, canceling it to be there. So in such a case, it is nullified, okay? Because he said he's nullifying the straw or nullifying the, the stones. So therefore, it's a nullification. And therefore, what? And therefore, and therefore, and therefore the house is considered full and the tumor go straight up through the roof. I bit low in low bit low, but you see from the fact that, that from the fact that it said that, you see it's only where what? It's it's where 
It's where uh, it's where he explicitly nullified it, and not where he and not where he didn't and not where it's not where it's an assumed case. It's only if he explicitly nullified. But Allah, we learned about it. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, as opposed to the original opinion, Rabbi Yossi says, if it's straw, and we know that he's not going to take it away for the he's not going to take it away. Hari That's like that. That'll be the same case as dirt without any, not only without explicit nullification, but without any knowledge. Uvatol. In either case, it's nullified. Okay. So you see what? So you see if, so there, so there, okay. So therefore, okay. And offer avasi lefanoso. And if it's dirt, but we know that he's going to take it away. Hari below That'll be the same case as straw without any explicit uh, intention. Okay. And it is not. It, and it is not bottle. So you see clearly that there's a machlokas about the, about this case about straw, and we know that he's not going to take it away or dirt, and we don't even know anything about it. So therefore, we can say the same argument that of the, that applies by the by the by the house will also apply here by sukkah. Says the Gemara further. Let's say that let's say sukkah was higher than twenty amas. But let's say branches from the from the sach. Will will extend below, uh, or leaves from the schach will extend below the twenty amas. Okay, what, what's the law? So now, do you say the schach is above twenty? The schach is within twenty. So if the shade of the schach that protrudes lower is gives more shade than it gives shadow, kashera. So then the sukkah kosher because as if it has a layer of schach because we have schach in the at the proper height. But if the schach that goes below the twenty amos is it, 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 it does not have more shadow, more shade than than light. So so it's as, then it's as if they're not there, psula. So then the sukkah is possible because again the schach is too high. Let's say the opposite way. The sukkah is t- the sukkah is really too low. Okay, the, the, no, well, let's see. The sukkah is exactly ten tefachim high. We're at the minimum height. It's really low. And now believes. Will the schach enter into less than ten tefachim? That's lower than the minimum height. So far, by lemeim, Abai wanted Abai wanted to say in chamasim. We would say well, awesome. He wanted Abai to say, look at the same rules we learned above. If the if the if the light is greater that is greater than the shade, shere the sukkah be kosher. Why? Because the parts that go below the tent, since they give more light than shade, it's as if they don't exist. Just like the case above, and the sukkah still kosher. Amalei Rav Rav says them no. Ha dirasucha. This is a lousy. This is a lousy dwelling. In Adam Darb dirasucha. Such a, a cramped a, a cramped. Um, uh, um, uh, a house is, is no good. No, forget about the fact that one, one, a person can't live in a sukkah that's that small. It doesn't really matter. Even the, and the fact that the schach that comes below doesn't give more doesn't give more shadow than light doesn't make a difference. It's not a good dwelling place. Let's say the sukkah was higher than twenty amas, and let's call the average sukkah is three walls and open on the open on the fourth side. We'll call the walls A, B, and C, and B is the wall that connects the two side walls. So A and C are side walls. B is the back wall. Let's say the sukkah was higher than twenty amas. and the person builds out a ledge all along Alpene Kula. He builds a ledge along the back B wall, all through, or completely along it. So the ledge extends along the B wall from the A wall to the C wall. So it's really that ledge is surrounded by three walls, and and what? And it's obviously it's higher than the floor. So between the ledge and the schach is really not going to be twenty amas. And that ledge has the minimum size of a sukkah. It's seven. 
that plachim by seven tvachim, shera, then the whole sukkah is now kosher. Okay, we're going to see the whole, the whole sukkah is kosher because you have a kosher sukkah, and the, the rest of the sukkah is kosher because we're going to learn it called pesel ayotzim in a sukkah. We're going to see that the extension that goes out of the kosher sukkah is also kosher. Umenatzad, but let's say the other way. Let's say a person built a ledge out. Let's say, for example, from the seawall. Uh, okay, uh, so then it's going to depend. So now that, that ledge on the seawall is only surrounded by two walls, by the B wall and the C wall, but it's not connected to the A wall. So what do you do? If from the edge of that ledge to the, to the wall A, Arba Amas, if there are four Amas between it, Pasula, then the sukkah is not, not kosher. Why? Because, because we have no third wall to bound the ledge, only the B wall and the C wall. Pachos mi Arba Amas, but if the distance between the ledge and the A wall is less than four Amas, Kshera, now the sukkah is kosher. Why is that? Because we have a principle called Dofan Akuma. We have a handed down principle from Sinai that that schach that's puzzle, that when, you have, when the roof is puzzle, the schach is puzzle, is, is, is no good. We can see it as an extension of, of the wall, and the wall just bends. So think about this. The area between the area between the ledge and the A wall is more than 20 amas high. So this chach is puzzle because it's more than 20 amas. But we can say the A wall now bends over. That that higher than 20 amas schach uh, is just an extension of the A wall. So the A wall goes less than four amas uh, because less than four amas we can we can make a bent wall and the and the schach above 20 amas between which is less than four from the ledge makes the A wall bend and reach and reach the ledge. So it's now surrounded by Three walls. I, my commercial on the Gemara says, "Come on, Gemara is not satisfied. Come on, he come to tell me that's a chiddush. I'm reading Dofen Akuma. What you want? Is that what you're trying to teach me? That we say a bent wall? Tanina, everybody knows that we have an explicit mission that we say a bent wall. Bayish and Nifchas Vesika Chagabah. We have a rule. Let's say there was a house and 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 the house became eroded. And let's say there's a hole in the middle of the roof. You have a house and there's a hole in the middle of the roof. Vesika Chagabah. And then the person put kosher schach on top of the hole in the roof of his house. So we, we learn the mission name Yesh Menakosa between the walls and the schach part, arba amas. If there's four amas uh, 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 between the walls and that and that schach part in the middle, psula the sukkah is possible. Why? Because there's no walls for the part that's for the for the for the schach. But if it's less, okay, we learn clearly that what that it's kosher. Why is that? Because we say dofen akuma. We say that you're going to extend the walls from all the sides, less than four amas. Each of the walls bends over, and it's as if it reaches the hole in the middle that has the schach over. So what are you teaching me over here? So what's the chiddush you teaching me over here? That if I that if I, that if I, draw, if, I, if I built a wall along the side, then it's kosher if it's less than four amas from the A wall. We already learned that. The Mar says, no, it's a chiddush. Why? Over there, in the case of the house, the walls are walls. In other words, the walls are not higher than 20 amas. They're fit to be, they're fit to, they're fit to be a wall. Okay, because it's not 20 amas high. So there I say, oh, there I can make a bent wall. But over here, the lechazi, the dofen, here where the walls are more than 20 amas high, I might think, ah, they're not fit to be a wall at all. And I don't say bent wall. Amalo, so I would say, what, you don't say the principle of a bent wall? Kamashalan tells me, no. Even if that wall is super high, it still is able to get the rule of a bent wall to come and reach the schach, which is to, to come and, to come and, uh, to come and, uh, uh, to come and reach the schach. Okay, in our case of the in our case of the sukkah where it's too high. Okay, when, and obviously once, once and you realize that that wall that was more than twenty amas high when it reaches the ledge. So of course it's not going to to the ledge. It's not going to be more than twenty amas high. Okay. Furthermore, 
So what about this way? Again, you have the sukkah with walls A, B, and C. And you built a ledge smack in the middle. It's not connected to any of the walls. Uh, it's not connected to any of the walls. So if, okay, so if between that, if between that, uh, if between the, that ledge in the middle of the sukkah and the walls, there's uh, if there's four amas in every direction to the walls, so then the sukkah still remains unkosher because you don't, even though the ledge is, is going to let be from the ledge to the schach is less than 20 amas, but there's no walls. Okay, pachas me'abas, but if it's less, the, if from the ledge in the middle of the sukkah to the three walls is less than four amas, shev, it'll be kosher because of the principle of a bent wall. I'm like a mashmalan, so again, so what are you telling me? Damrin dafanakuma, you want to tell me the principle of a bent wall? I know hach, this is the same, this is the same as the case you just learned above. You, that you told me, what, what's the chiddush of this third case? You already told me the back, the, the B wall, you told me the C wall, and now in the middle, what do you need to tell me for? The one says, ma'udetayim, or and you might think, no, when do we say bent wall? From one direction, okay, you can, you can use the principle of that wall. And we call Ruach for Ruach from all the directions. You have this thing smack in the middle, and you're going to have to go in all three walls. You have to make a bent wall to make it kosher. Okay, you get low, you make Mikob Ruach for low, Ruach for Ruach low. You might think, what, from every direction you can't say bent wall? They came to teach me a lot that even in all the directions you can say a bent wall. Okay, furthermore, we learned. Let's say the let's say the sukkah here the schach is, is now l- less than ten tefachim height, not a kosher sukkah. So what do I want to do? I want to make more 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 height in the sukkah. The person digs into the ground and he digs an area seven by seven into the ground. So now in order to make it ten tefachim, sorry, he digs a, he digs a hole seven by seven in order to make it ten high. Now with the, with that depression, it's going to be ten high. Now im im if between the hole that you dug out and the wall, there are three tvachim, only three hand breaths, it's already no good. Uh, okay, but if it's less than three tvachim, now the, now the sukkah is kosher. Why? Because we're saying, because we have to get a wall for that hole, right? And the hole's distant from the wall. So less than three we have another handed down principle from Sinai called Lavud, which means that something is, that something is connected. It, it's, a, it, it's, it's, it, it's connected by attachment, it's it's considered to be attached, like a sneef, by by an attachment. So therefore, so uh, so uh, therefore, so, so if it's less than three tefachim, so the hole's attached to the wall surrounding it, and and you can say that the, that the hole has has walls that are ten tefachim high. But if not, if it's less, if it's more than three, and you can't make the hole connected to the walls, so now the the problem is that the wall is only let's say for example seven high, and the and the and the hole is three, but the hole doesn't have a wall. The wall still has only a, a wall of three and not a wall of seven. Where is one second? One second, one second. How come over here all of a sudden you're, you're bothering me with three? We, we said before that we could make a bent wall up until four. What are you talking about? Until four amos. What are you talking about? Gigantic amount. above the above cases, you told me it came to the bent wall. Okay, for example, when you built the ledge in the sukkah, you told me it could go up to four amos. Okay, as long as you had less than four amos, it was fine. I'm not going over You have to have less than three handbreadths. They had four of the more, less than four cubits was fine. 
messes, I'll tell you what the difference was. Hasam dolphin. Over there, you're right. Remember, the walls were too high, and we were extending the wall. But over there, there was a wall that was ten high. So where, the, where there was a wall, and now I want to bend the wall. I can bend the wall up to four amas. Okay, dot you the dolphin. Over there, there was a wall that because a partition is ten high. There was a wall that was ten high. Okay, so I can bend it. Pachas me asagis. Therefore, less than four amas. It's sufficient to keep extending the wall, make a bent wall. Hacha And here, I don't have a wall. I don't have a wall. The depression, let's say. For example, is three tvachim, and the wall is, let's say, seven tvachim. I don't have a wall of ten. I'm not taking a wall and extending. I'm trying to make a wall. Le shavuidof, and I want to turn it into a wall by attaching it. Then I have to use the law of attachment and not of a bent wall. Pachim mishloshet tvachim. Standing down principle is what less than three tvachim, and that's from the from the depression to the wall. In that works. That's a considered attached. That's called lavud imlo. And if it's not less than three tvachim, no, then it's not attached. So the two things are different. Attaching a non-wall to make a wall needs less than three tvachim. Taking a wall to extend it, you can extend it up to less than four amas, a very large amount, to make a bent wall. Let's say this case, you have a sukkah that's ten high, more than 20 high, okay, against too high, and again, so you want to get an area, you want to lower the, you want to lower the amount between the, the, the dwelling area and the schach, and you put a pillar smack in the middle of the sukkah. And the pillar is four by four tvachim, it's big enough to be, a, probably seven by seven handrest, it's big enough to be a sukkah. So so Baya wanted to say, oh, no problem, we'll do this like by Shabbos. Go ex- uh, 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 extend Asid and bring up Mechitzah. Extend and bring up the, and bring up, the, and, and raise up the Mechitzah. You'll take the sides of the pillar and consider them four walls and extend them upwards like we do in Shabbos. And therefore, and, and therefore, they'll, and therefore they'll, they'll, go, they'll go upwards. They'll go, they'll go, they'll go upwards. Uh, uh, okay, and since uh, 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 upwards, and the whole thing, uh, uh, so it'll be considered to ha- it'll be considered to have walls, and the area between there and the schach is less than twenty, and it's fine. Amalei Rabbis Rabbis said to him, he says, no, it doesn't work. He says, He says, I'm sorry, that's not going to work by a sukkah. By a sukkah, I can't use that principle. I need to have I need to have recognizable walls, and here, abstractly extending the sides of the pillar upwards to get to say that it has walls, and and therefore, and the pillar itself is within the prop is not too far distant from the schach and it has four walls that's not going to work because you need you need to have visible walls and Abai apparently said no Tanarabana we learn now there's a famous case a guy takes four poles okay uh, they're pillars but let's say we'll call them poles where you take four poles and visika chagabam and there's no walls and he and he puts schach on top of the four poles let's say he made a frame so okay so there's no walls to no walls okay Rabbi Yaakov Machshir Rabbi Yaakov says that such that sukkah, a sukkah is kosher. Okay, but Chachami man that posted the rabbi saying no, it's not a good, it's not a good sukkah. Now, so one second, what's going? What's the machlokas here? Has anybody? Why does Rabbi Yaakov even say it's good? Am Rav Huna. So Rav Huna says machlokas al svasagag. The whole argument of, between the rabbis and Rabbi Yaakov was only on the edge of the roof. In other words, which where we stuck four poles on the four corners of a of a roof. Okay, in which case I said, why is it kosher? And you put the sock on top of the poles. Rabbi Yaakov sabar. I mean, God because he holds the hand of that principle of Sinai. We say. Extend, 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 and bring up the mechitzah. So since now, you, if you put the poles on the corners of the four corners of the house, so the four walls of the house below, we have the principle of what? 
of extend them and li- extend and lift them upwards. So the so the walls of the house become the walls of the sukkah, and the and the schach is on the four poles. It's fine. Rabban and Sabre and the rabbis hold We don't say extend and bring up bechitza. He says that's the old argument is on the side. That's where Biyakov says it's good. If you stick four poles in the middle of the roof, where it's not going to get the benefit even of the theoretical extension of the walls of the house, everybody, even Rabbi Yaakov, holds what? That it is possible that the sukkah is disqualified because there's no way to extend the walls upwards. Rav Nachman, he says, no, he says, it's not true. Rav Nachman, he says, no, he says, no, the argument between the rabbis and, and Rav Nachman is in, the middle, is in the middle of the roof, okay? And there Rav, and there, Rav Yaakov says it's good. And Okay, and, and Rabbi, Yaakov said, Rabbi Yaakov says it's good, and the rabbis say it's no good. Okay, now why is that? Because you're talking about four poles that are really what that are that are a tefach wide on each side. So you essentially have four poles of a tefach by a tefach. Okay, and that allows us to make a special principle called a diumad. A diumad is a du- is is a double sided. Uh, pole. What do you mean to say? It makes it makes. You no, know, imagine a pole that just that, that's one jutting out one tefach to the one tefach to the to the to the west and one tefach one tefach to the to the west and one tefach to the south, for example. So it's, you, know, you, have a, you have a pole. You have a pole that makes that makes jutting out. So you remember by Shabbos we'd be able to make we'd be able to make an enclosure by having four double sided planks. Okay, with with, with with jutting out by an amma by an amma. Remember around the around the well. Here we're going to do it by a tefach by a tefach. So there, so he holds. Okay. So there he holds it with four diumadim. It's as if I have four walls. I have four double-sided poles because since it's a tefach by a tefach, I can have a cutout of a jutting tefach to tefach, making a, making like a picture frame from the four sides in the middle of the wall. So he holds it. So therefore, so therefore, Rav Yaakov holds that it's Rav Yaakov holds that it's kosher, and the argument is inside. Now, Rav Nachman, remember, didn't tell us what about what about on the outside. Ibayilu. So we had a question. is the whole argument only only in the and obviously so the Rav Yaakov said yes. The Rav say no. Uh, is it only the argument is Rav Nachman saying that the argument's in the middle of the roof and Rav Yaakov says I can make a partition with the four with the four double uprights and the rabbis say no but on the corner of roof Everybody holds it as kosher because there even the rabbis could agree that we say extend the walls of the house and bring them upwards. Oh, Dilma, or perhaps Bainzu, Bainzu, because maybe Rav Nachman saying there's an argument in both cases. The rabbis disagree that you can't make the mechitzas with four with four uh, picture picture cor- you know four corner. Corner style, uh, corner style poles in the middle, and they say you can't make it with regular poles on the edge, and you can't. And, and the rabbis say that you can't extend the walls of the house and bring them and bring them up. So we don't know. Macy Bay said, "Okay, okay." Uh, 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 so, and the answer is, "Take it." We don't know. We don't know what Reverend Bob Nachman's real opinion is. If he holds the argument is only in the middle, but not by the outside, or the argument's both in the middle and on the outside. Macy Bay, but we come. We want to bring a kasha on Rav Huna. Rav Huna said, "What Rav Huna said that Rav Yaakov's." Only said that the sukkah was good in the middle because of the principle of the four of the four photo photo corner you know edge corner edge uh, poles, okay, but not on the outside. Even even he's not going to extend it upwards. That uh, 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 everybody, everybody everybody agrees that it's everybody agrees. Uh, uh, but pardon me, but on the outside, pardon me, but on the outside, everybody every <laughs> sorry, Rav Huna said what well, the argument's only in the outside. Okay, where, where the argument is whether we extend upwards, but not in the middle. So when I says, come on, I'm going to show you that it's not true what Rav Huna said. Okay, and it's not true what Rav Huna said. 
uh, and that one, and Rav Yaakov holds that the four poles are good even in the middle of the roof. Maybe we learn not It's here for guys stuck four poles in the, in the in the ground, which is the equivalent of just anywhere on the ground, which is the equivalent of the middle of the roof. and he made it tzach on top of them. Rabbi Yaakov Machshir. Rabbi Yaakov says it's kosher. The post them, and the rabbi say that it's no good. Here, sticking four poles in the flat ground is the same thing as sticking four poles in the middle of the roof. And you see that that's the machlokas of, uh, of Rabbi Yaakov. And the rabbi, you see, what, in, in the, you see that in the middle of the roof, Rabbi Yaakov says that it's good. Rabbi Yaakov says it's good because of the four double poles. The answer is, indeed, that's a knockout blow. That's a tiyufta. That's indeed a knockout blow to Rabbi It's not true that there's no argument in the middle. It's, that indeed, Rabbi Yaakov holds in the middle. It's good because of the four double poles. I, Va'od, we have another kasha. We can ask the second kasha of Remember, Rafuna said what that Rav Yaakov said. That Rav Yaakov said that it, it's good on the outside, but and, and not good on the inside. So we showed what that is good on the inside. Now we're going to show you what that it's even good. On the, 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 uh, we're going to show you that it's uh, 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 because we could say what that it's only good. Okay, be'emsa, be'od be'emsa. I can show you that Rav Yaakov only said it was good on the on the on the on the. On the uh, on the inside, and he doesn't say it's good on the outside. Who did the Because okay, okay. So we we have another point. Since it said what the argument was in the middle, so you see the what that there's no argument on the outside, uh, and there everybody agrees on the outside. Even the rabbis will agree. There's not an argument on the outside. In, in the outside, everyone agrees. Even the rabbis that we say that you extend the walls upwards. So on both counts, we're against what Rabbi Yaakov, what, what Rav Huna said. Rav Huna said what? That the whole argument was, the whole argument was, uh, was on the outside, whether you extend upwards or not, with no argument on the inside. First of all, we show there's an argument on the inside. And now you want to tell me what? That there, there was an argument on the outside. I'm going to show there's an argument on the outside, because what, what we say from what we just learned now, the only argument was in the middle of the ground, but on the outside, it would be good even according to the rabbis. Maybe there's an argument on Rav Huna and both. That Rav Yaakov holds it's good on the inside, and, and, and holds it's good on the inside, and, and, and it's good on the inside. And on the outside, even the rabbis agree that it's good. Okay, you got me. You can show me this argument. The inside, okay, I could say what that in the inside they're arguing, but who I did not But they're also arguing the outside. Don't let them argue the inside and not on the outside. On the inside they're arguing and even arguing the outside. When you told me the case, okay, when you that he stuck it in the middle, that's coming just to teach me. That's coming to teach me the strength of Rabbi Yaakov. That what that 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 uh, that uh, that even in the middle, that it is that even in the middle is kosher. Not only is Rabbi Yaakov all this kosher on the outside, where you can say extend the walls upwards, and the rabbis disagree. But even in the middle, where it's only based on the double on the double poles, perhaps like Avnami Machshir does it. But I don't have to say what that they only there is the argument. Really, the truth is they argue both places. Why do we speak about the middle? Because the middle teaches us that Rabbi Yaakov not only does he hold the chiddush of what of, of extending the walls upwards on the outside of the roof, he also holds the principle of what of of, the, of making four partitions by virtue of the double uprights in the middle. At all. Says the Gemara further. Okay, so now we now we learned what that that we learned clearly that according to Rav Yaakov in the middle that it's fine. So now we have to talk about what the principle of Rav Yaakov of using four poles to make what we call these double poles, like a, like a, like a like a like a uh, you know like a uh, 
uh, uh, right angled, four right angled poles, what's the principle? We learned if you put four poles into the ground and you, and you put schach on top of Rabbi Yaakov Omer, Rabbi Yaakov says you have to explain it. You take these round poles and you look at them and you say to yourself, let's say I would shave off the, round, the, rounded, the rounded outside, and then I would dig out the middle and I would have have a right angle if I dug out if I if I, notes, if I shaved off the round outside and dug out the inside I would now have a right angle of a tefach going in one direction and tefach going the other direction so then you can consider that to be double poles and each pole is is a, a four the four so to speak right angle poles define a square they define four mechitas being la but if not if you can't get get one tefach jutting from each of the poles then you can't judge them as a double pole because Rabbi Yaakov said, even the sukkah tefach, the double poles for a sukkah have to be jutting out one tefach, one ambrech to each side. And the rabbis disagree and they say, what? They say, you can't, there's no way to make a sukkah, you can't do that. And the, the most lenient you can be to make a sukkah, the most lenient you can be is a shtayim kilchasan. You have to have two real walls that are, that are, that are seven tefachim long each and ten high. And then the third wall, if you tefach, then you can get away with the third wall that's even just one tefach. And we'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day and a wonderful week.